The Continuing Saga of My Broken Leg Over a year after recovery, the first time I wore towering heels, I thought that the wonky heel was just me not knowing how to balance or mum dancing. I was jigging along on the dance floor wondering why my heel was sliding along its side in the wrong direction. It now transpires that was my dodgy leg sending out warning flares which I didn't recognize and only a medic would. Anywho the first lockdown and my walks for exercise highlighted that things weren't well. Turns out I've been walking off kilter, favoring my right leg and walking on my inside left leg. I now feel I might camber the other way, so should I balance books on my head, deportment style or just attach a spirit level or plumb line to my head to stay balanced. The one good thing about this is I've finally figured out after all these years what inside and outside lane mean. It's the exact opposite of inside and outsider trouser leg thingamajigs, at least in the UK. So this session ends with me laid on the special physio bed, the one with the padded hole for your face. There I am making light and chatting about her golden tan, due to a lockdown working holiday, as the unofficial physio to an athletic training camp accompanying her other half. The physio gets the massage oil, I'm expecting a gentle therapeutic massage instead I get thumbs digging and sliding into the muscle, relentlessly pressing in and down. I'm like, oh right, but then the pain is so much I'm practicing my breathing, like this, breathe in, pause, count five, breathe out, count five, breathe in, count five, if you get my drift. Next, I'm up a stage in pain management, now it's breathe in, breathe out and pray, then pray, pray, and pray. I say it's hurting, she says it's scar tissue and extra bone growth, and your calf muscles are weak. I'm gasping for air, I can't believe I'm paying to hurt myself, or is this a penance? Wonder if I should've agreed a safe word like the time, I saw Philip Schofield about to try out nipple clamps during the Fifty Shades of Grey hype. I exited the room sharpish from the breakfast TV show into the kitchen, taking my morning cuppa with me. I even read some news article about this guy who introduced his girlfriends to S&M. There he was talking about bruises and broken clavicles as if it was just an everyday thing. I thought, oh, you like to meet it out and not take it, I get it. Plus you messed with these women's heads because they weren't into before they met you. Or the time I saw a program on India, and one bit was about a Hindu priest doing devotion through penance with celibacy and weights on his testes. I kid you not, I was like does the higher power that is, really wants you to demonstrate you overcoming the physical urges of the temporary human body in quite that way. Obviously, it's up to him, but couldn't he think of anything else? I mean can't he be celibate without hanging bits off his doodah? Or is this to really show he can't do it because of the impeding attachments? As I watched this film, I found myself protectively crossing one leg over the other in some weird form of empathy and I'm not even a man. If he was a woman, he wouldn't need to do penance because he'd be in penance every month from on flow and her cramps, childbirth plus menopause. Devotion enough in my book. Recently I watched some celebrity show emulating SAS training and interrogation with icy cold water and who could last the longest before breaking cover. For a faster result the interrogator should just give them period cramps or childbirth contractions and they'd fess right up. I'm relieved when my physio says she's on holiday for three weeks. I utter a silent prayer of thanks as I walk back with a limp and once home quaff a painkiller and cod liver oil for good measure.